Welcome to John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass. John is the founder and CEO of Image Group International, an award-winning image consulting and personal branding pioneer established in 1989. This podcast will bring you old-school wisdom, inspiring ideas, strategies, and hacks for the new tech world. Here you will learn everything about personal branding, the system, the techniques, and the right mindset to have a successful personal brand, image, and reputation. Hello, everybody, and thank you for being here. We are introducing a new series of podcasts for the next six-odd weeks based on the following, what Harvard Business School does not teach you. So let's get started. Today's episode is based on your life brand and why that matters. So to get you into the mood, the introduction will be your life brand and how to grow your life brand is a powerful and intentional approach to personal and professional development that can transform your life way beyond your career and business. So what this involves is a holistic outlook. So let me explain to you why your life brand matters. Everything you say, everything you don't say, and what you do and what you don't do communicates everything. Standing out from the mass crowd is crucial in today's competitive world, especially the digital world. And that includes the employment market and, of course, the business landscape. Have you noticed that people have become cookie-cutter clones? No guts, no glory, the wise book says. Your life brand frees you to showcase your strengths and values in a powerful and purposeful manner. By creating your unique identity, you can differentiate yourself, your look, your voice, your value to maximize all that you are, including, of course, your career and business. So let me explain. You might be wondering, what does this all mean? Well, look, life is short. And before you know it, your years arrive on this planet. So my perspective on this, and of course the clients we attract and work with, is this. You're only going to live once in this form. So why not maximize this journey as opposed to just doing work for the sake of work and being a slave to the system, a slave to the man. Create your own destiny. And this is why your life brand matters. You may be wondering, but how do I do this? You know, how do I embark on this journey of building my life brand? Well, great. Great question. Let's explore the process together. The first step, and we've covered aspects of this in past episodes, but you've got to define who you are first before you know what you stand for. So that's defining your strengths and your values. And when you do that, also be very clear on what some of your weaknesses are as well. This is part of also understanding your strengths. So what that means is really get clear what you stand for, what you don't stand for, what you really will not put up with. So example, if you're working for a, a boss right now, okay, and your values are respect, but you work in an environment where it's toxic and there's no respect, eventually it's up to you as per your values to define, first of all, you know, and make a decision, do you actually stay in that work environment or do you leave? If you make the decision to stay, and I know there could be a million reasons for that, including you have to pay your bills. Well, that's a decision you made, and then you have to carry that decision, and of course, there's a cost associated with that. Of course, if you make the decision to stand up for what you believe, 
helpful, then that also will have consequences as well. So this is where courage comes in. So you've got to really you know, define your strengths and values because, again, as I said, life is too short. For second, once you're clear what they are, you've got to communicate your strengths and values. The world will not see them automatically, contrary to what you think. That's why part of you communicating, expressing yourself, and letting the world know who you are and what you represent is essential. And that's why part of branding is also important uh, because without that, how does the world find out about it other than your own close uh, little group? And I think that's a smart move in today's environment because quite simply, the competition is very high. Uh, the digital environment is very noisy. And of course, competition is increasing by the day. So communication is very important. It's up to you. You're responsible to communicate your strengths and values. And if people do not see them, then it's up to you to reposition that uh, so you can get the messaging out there. You know, so this is very important. The third is to develop your image. Look, whichever way you look at this, contrary to what you hear, what you read, what you see online, okay, develop your image. And specifically, it's your birthright. It's your God-given birthright to do that. If you want to present uh, a certain image, Fantastic. Just be very clear that whatever you're presenting, there's a code to it, you know, and every code communicates. So be very clear, you know, how you do present everything from, you know, the way you look, obviously, to the way you communicate verbally and, of course, non-verbally, your tone, uh, accentuation, enunciation, etc. All of this plays a big part. And, of course, the beautiful thing in developing your image is you can change things along the way. I met people when we first met them that were this particular image and then you look at the after and, you know, it was a recreation that specifically spoke to a higher value, audience value and a higher, just a high energetic response from the audience that, of course, brought in many, many different benefits, including uh, position, including in the case of business, more sales, and of course, my financial wealth overall and definitely reputation. So this is very, very important. Your image matters. People will judge you even when they don't tell you. And the final step is always monitor and adjust as you go. So this is not a you know a shock and all type of situation. You just got to, first of all, establish the gaps, be really, really open to the feedback, deal with all your blind spots. We all have them. Just be willing to go there. It's not the end of the world. It becomes certainly a lot more pleasurable to do it as soon as possible as opposed to letting it go for a lifetime because then you've got a lot more baggage you've got to deal with. And I'm talking about here, you know, when I talk about some of this stuff, it sounds like really ABC from the point of view of its um, generality. The reality is even some of the most successful clients I've worked with that are worth hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, including numerous billionaires that I've worked with that have got similar problems to the person next door, but maybe they're a little bit different, okay? Just sometimes when you've got too much money and power, what you've got is really an opportunity to cover up a lot of the image stuff that basically the rest of the world will not see. So we've got similarities. Why? Because we're all human beings. So your life brand is an ongoing process. So what I'm, you know, I'm utilizing life brand today as part of um, this introduction uh, series because your life brand is more important than your career brand or your business brand. 
Your life brand gives you purpose. It gives you a reason why you wake up every morning. So regularly assess how you are perceived, okay, and adapt to stay true to your authentic self. Of course, that's always our recommendation. And of course, your life brand, you know, will create when done properly, when done with intention, will create a powerful, more uh, memorable experience, of course, when it's executed to plan. It allows you to be recognized for who you truly are and to stand there from the mass of normality. So let me share with you a real-life story of a client that illustrates that nicely. This particular client is an entrepreneur that became a well-known philanthropist. So this entrepreneur came to us already highly successful, making a lot of money, so that wasn't a challenge for him, yet felt unfulfilled. So what did we do? Question. What we did was basically get him to discover what his real purpose is on why and what he does, what he does on a daily basis. And he discovered that very simply. His why was to make a sustainable difference to disenfranchise and marginalize youth. Obviously, because of some past family history, uh, that was something that really uh, touched his heart. And he thought, well, if I can get involved with that, make a difference there, it's going to make what I do from a business point of view worthwhile. So he went out there, you know, through our support, reorganized his company systems. By the way, his systems were very good, but they got better. He hired a couple of new team members and then spent 20% of his time on a daily perspective running the business. And that delivered 80% of the results, where in the past he would work 80% of the time to get 20% of the results, and I had more team members, and a lot of them that were really taking up a lot of space. He reorganized his life, he repurposed himself, okay, to spend only 20% of his time on the daily running of the business with a couple of new team members supporting him, delivering 80% of the results. He discovered that his highest wealth as a business leader was definitely not money. Money was a tool, but the most effective use of his being was the use of his time. And any wealthy person, truly wealthy, will tell you that's what they value, time, because that's one area all human beings on the planet cannot buy more of. But certainly we can buy toys if we've got money, or anything else, but we can't buy time. So today, you know, he makes more money than prior, and of course, is recognised as one of Australia's most generous philanthropists, and is what I call the real deal. It's an ironic story that is most likely the opposite of what we've been conditioned to believe. You know, gotta work, work like a dog, right? Be a slave to the man. A bit opposite to what we've been told to believe, although he was also conditioned partly to believe that as well. So that's part of the reason we're doing this, this new series, because our clients have been asking for this. You know, street smart wisdom for leaders, or in other words, what Harvard Business School does not teach you. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. I trust you gain valuable insights into this concept and feel inspired to take action. If you'd like to connect with me and continue this conversation, you're invited to reach out 
to me on social media. You can find me on Twitter as John Underline Michael, LinkedIn as John Michael, and Facebook as Image Group International. Let's connect and keep on exploring the world of personal business branding growth together. If you're seeking assistance with your brand or need guidance in building, growing, and monetizing your brand, our lived experience team is here to help. Contact us for personalized assistance. Thank you once again for tuning in. We appreciate your support. Have a fantastic week filled with growth and success. Cheers. John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass podcast is sponsored by Image Group International, a global team of practical, digitally savvy personal brand and image strategists based in Australia, committed to maximizing your impact, influence, and authority in the business world. To learn more and apply for your personal coaching, seminars, and group workshops, please visit imagegroup.com.au or call 1-800-631-311.